Oh, that is a very different picture. I don't know where that came from. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. I'm Alex Mack, and I'm here with the absolutely fantastic Miss Vanessa Fitzsimmons. Hello. Oh, yay. oh my gosh. From late to the party. Oh, my gosh. One of the originals. <laughs> How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. I am looking forward to this schmo bait, seeing what they got. Uh, I, I'm ready to judge. Mm -hmm. I'm good exactly. at judging people. I'm just kidding. Mm. You know what? Especially, you know, you shouldn't be judging because I too am quite good at judging people. Mm. Mm. I'm going to judge them all day, mm. but we'll do it in a friendly way. Oh, that in kind the of rhyme. <laughs> yes. In the schmodown way. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Again, I am Alex Mack, part of the Kaldashian crew, and we are going to be doing some debating today on schmobates. Well, not us particularly, but I mean some competitors doing some, some debating. Schmobates is where we have some really solid debates themed around schmodown and all the most important questions. Schmodown needs asked. Questions are asked and answers are debated here today. Do you like talking about Schmodown all that much with your uh, with your boyfriend, Vanessa? Because he's like kind of into Schmodown too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we watch the matches and then we talk about them after. I mean, we used to do it on camera, but it just got so hectic with work and everything that we had to kind of uh -huh. stop that at the moment. But we still do it behind the scenes just without the camera rolling. We still talk about the Schmodown. Do you guys ever talk about, oh, this is a better team, this competitor, this is the best character, heel, manager, all that We do stuff, do yeah. talk about that a little bit. Uh, we also talk about like their entrances, like back when we were when we mm -hmm. were still doing it at the studio, we would talk about the entrances that are happening. Uh, we would talk about the little quips that they would do during the matches when they're talking back and forth between different mm -hmm. uh, teams. Um, we do talk about how, uh, you know, this team feels like a better fit with each other because they complement each other so well, whereas like other teams feel like they need to work on that a little bit more. Um, and then we talk about like who's our favorite characters and who's our favorite players. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> just like what, you know, Schmodown fans in general, I feel like are all about just like, because Schmodown, what's really great about it is obviously not just a really great mesh of like knowledge and trivia and everything, but the weird stuff is what makes it special. It's Those, like, very random, true. The, the weird stuff, the weird intros, the, the random little jokes and characters here and there. Absolutely. But speaking of which, we are going to have some uh, awesome people on screen that are going to be debating. Both are actually representing corruption with the team Deception, specifically Marisol McKee and Adam the Coyote, winner of the singles tournament. So spoilers, just getting a heads up spoilers. there. <laughs> spoilers. So, you know, these are two pretty big competitors, you know, in their rookie season. Are you excited to see them kind of go at it in a different kind of sphere? I am. I am really excited. I mean, seeing Adam kind of go through the singles tournament too, like unbelievable. Yeah. We love seeing him going all the way and we can't wait to see what he has in store mm -hmm. for more. And then as them, both a team like Marisol and Adam together, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in store uh, going mm -hmm. forward. And I think Marisol has a, a great opportunity to go through the singles um uh, matches as well and kind of go up and I would love to see them go head to head in the Shimoto match between each other. I think that would be really cool, but I am definitely looking forward to seeing what they have uh, in store, especially coming up against, uh, you know, the reigning champs right now, Shazam. So uh, mm. that will be, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> 
Not kidding. Oh my gosh. Like I would love it. I love it when rookie teams take over rookie competitors. I love, it. I just love fresh faces. You know, let's, I don't want to wait anymore. Let's go ahead and bring on some of these faces, fresh faces on screen with one of my favorite people of all time. One of my favorite competitors of all time. She is, you know, oh my gosh, she's from out from the East coast. She's pretty darn cool and ain't too shabby. It's Miss Justice. What's up Marisol? Hi. Hi ladies. Did we hype you up enough? I don't think we did. I think you could have done it. I'm trying to make a noise. I can't really do it. Like the horn. So you excited? You're going to be debating against your team partner. Like so no pressure, right? I am stoked. I am stoked. I'm ready to to pick this guy's brain. All right. I've had enough like, like, oh, good job, teammate. I've had enough playing alongside him. I just want to, I just want to take him on one-on-one. Well, you, you are used to playing with him, like working with him as a team, you know, mm -hmm. like being like, how are we going to go at this strategy wise? But now it's all about picking his brain and being like, how can I F you up in a debate? So like, are you going to make it personal or? No, 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 no. Never personal competition. Oh. Like it, it's not, it's not, not, not in this, like. Look, we have enough back and forths in the studio sessions uh -huh. or, or uh, study sessions where like he knows things and I know things. So we have our back and forths there. Like, you know, we can one up each other in that sense. Uh -huh. But 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 we've never had like a actual actual battle of wits, I guess, here in this in uh, this environment. So so there's no it's no personal. It's nothing personal. It's just uh, it's just a chance to have some fun and, and just prove that I'm better. No, just well, go for the jugular. Do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And can't forget, you know, it's it's going to get really intense. And I'm so excited to see more of Lady Justice like kill it today. All right. But, you know, we're not going to be biased. We're not going to be biased at all because we have the singles champion on tier. It is Mr. Adam Collins, the coyote himself. So no big deal. Not What's champion up? yet. Tournament champion. Yes. Tournament champion, yeah. I, mm. sure. I, uh, yeah, Future I, champion, I got a, maybe. Got a, got a little bit of work Actually. ahead of me, but I know how to win this debate. Marisol is better. Oh, oh, oh see? Uh -oh. End of discussion. My work is over. Oh. Uh -oh. Right, good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And you, you've been great, all of you. <laughs> all right, yeah, no, no, Marisol echoes my sentiments exactly. Uh, you know, we've we've gone tit for tat in the study sessions uh, more than people realize and, uh, you know, learned a little bit about each other uh, when it comes to competition. So this ought to be interesting. I do know who I'm dealing with here. Well, do you guys debate a lot all that much behind the scenes when you guys are training and everything? Because I know you guys you guys take your training very seriously. So or do you guys like debate to be like whether or not this director is overrated or underrated or anything all that much? Or do you guys try to stick to the knowledge? Uh, it's I yield the floor. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. See, he, he already gets it already. Um, I uh, no, it's it's pretty natural. We both we both we both love the shit out of movies. So we can talk about them a lot. Um, and naturally, even if we're talking about just like factoids about movies, naturally, you're going to hit on a movie where you're like, oh my God, I love that movie. And the other person's going to be like, oh my God, I hate that movie. Mm -hmm. Inevitable. Yeah. It happens all the time, especially when you talk about movies as much as we do um, and with each other. So yeah, it mm -hmm. happens a lot. We get into many debates um, and and that's the beauty of opinion. You know, it's, 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 you could debate till the sun comes up and both of you are right. 
in your own way. So, um, so they all end amicably. <laughs> yeah, because I'm usually breaking up fights between Marisol and other people in our faction. That sounds on brand, very on brand, if anything. She likes punching the biggest guy in the face every time we start. That's usually how it gets going. So Shannon? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I would I'm not wrong, guys. I'm not wrong. Let's be honest on this. I would never be so bold as to take on the queen. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't make eye contact she with She terrifies Shannon. me. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I send her thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes every day just to make sure I can stay in the faction. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Well, I'm sure she will have some notes for you both after this debate in particular. So speaking of which, um, I'm going to go ahead and start reading the rules. Guys, again, thank you so much for hanging out with us for the, tonight's episode of Schmobates. The official rules are the three questions will be debated with the winner being determined by the guest co-host, Ms. Vanessa, as well as our ghost judge. If there is a tie, the audience vote serves as the tie-breaking vote. You know, there's going to be several rounds today with 60 second opening statements followed by four rounds of open debate and 60 seconds of the closing statements. The final round is uh, determined by the host flipping an action coin. You must win at least two of the three rounds to be declared a winner and each competitor has one 30 seconds of uninterrupted time extension that can be used at any time. Now, we're gonna go ahead and get started here momentarily. I do need to get a verbal confirmation from Adam. Are you ready? I am ready, yes. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Marisol, are you ready, my love? I was born for this. Oh, gosh. Love it. Miss oh, Vanessa, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Well, let's get ready to schmobate. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the first question. And Vanessa, will you please do the honor in reading our first question tonight? I can. So first question of the night is, what is the best Wildberries match? Of all time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is going like to... I feel like this is a very much an emotional question as well to answer. All right. Like I said, we're going to be starting with Marisol for this question. You have one minute on the clock for your opening statements. And you have one minute starting now. Okay. All right. Um, well, the choice is clear. Um, the best Wildberries match is when they faced late to the party. It's was was I gonna say any other match? Was I really gonna say any other match? And this before anybody even tries. This is before I even knew who our judge was gonna be tonight. This is my honest to God answer. Want to let you know. For the record, this is my honest God answer. And then just so happens that Vanessa is a judge um, because she she knew, she felt it, she knew she had to be. Um, yeah, that's my opening statement. There is none better. Oh, are you yielding the remaining 17 seconds? Okay. I yield All right. Bold move, bold move. All right, Adam, you also have one minute on the clock to let us know your pick. You ready? I am, yes. All right, starting now. Now, I, uh, yeah, I know it's a pure coincidence that Marisol picked that match, and, uh, and I'll just overlook that for now. Uh, and it was a good match, but I wouldn't insult Vanessa's intelligence by going right to that one as my first choice. So what I would, what my pick is the one no one expected to be so consequential, which is Founding Fathers versus Wildberries. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's uh, what a lot of people considered a mismatch going in. 
but it had a lot on the line because the founding fathers had everything to lose and the wild berries had nothing to lose. 30 seconds. And the antics that played out in, in that match were so entertaining uh, because the founding fathers knew there was at least a little bit of a threat there. And until the third round, when things switched from the mild berries to the wild berries, you know, uh, all bets were off. So, and then what happened afterwards uh, with the belt and everything, which we'll get to later, I think that's what makes it uh, the most wild berries match of all time. All right, right on the money. Okay. These are, sorry for my overlay uh, issues here. I apologize. I'm going to go and take this off. I'm just going to make it a ticker already. Um, these are both really great picks, Vanessa. Are you going to, I know it's going to be. I know it's going to be hard, but we have to try Ooh. to be objective in this, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I could be part in part, you know, partial to, you know, being playing the wild berries and I was in that match and it was a lot of fun. Um, and, um, but, you know, you do have to look at all the facts, uh, what Adam said and then what Marisol said. So, oh, <laughs> this is a tough one. This one's a good one. Mm -hmm. Well, something I'm excited to hear them debate is just how fun it was for the audience. You know, not only that, how it kind of impacted, you know, not only the wild berries, but also you guys. Obviously, it was a huge it was a huge moment for you guys. Um, you know, so I'm excited to kind of hear those perspectives. All right. Uh, now, Vanessa, is there anything that you really want to hear debated specifically in this open debate? Um, I mean, I kind of want to be more like elaborate more on why you picked the two that you picked. Like Marisol, I want to see like, why did you pick that match versus some other matches? Cause the wild berries, they have some great matches too. And the same with Adam, I kind of want to get a little bit more insight as to why you pick those, uh, those mm -hmm. matches. Yeah. We're going to need some insight and everyone in the chat, you know, there's a lot of love for both of them, but yeah, just a little reminder that the wild berries, Oh, wild berries. yeah. Wildberries, or should we say, wildberries? Wildberries. Such a shame. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have four minutes of open debate starting now. Okay. Um, I will take this first. Um, I will be happy to elaborate, Vanessa. Why? Why the way to the party match was the best. Um, so, let's face it. We've seen the wildberries lose a lot. And this was where we saw them. This was what we saw their best trivia performance as a team. It was where they really stepped up to the plate. Um, they scored 30 points in this game. Uh, and the Wildbears, you felt them get there. You felt them, you felt their competitive surge, you know, like, like as players. Um, they had their confidence. It was not only that, um, we've seen the Wildberries lose a lot because they are they haven't necessarily, frankly, sometimes they have been outmatched by their opponents. You know, they play the family, they play founding fathers, you know, and people were like, oh, well, they're going to lose, but at least it'll be fun. You know, but this, I think that, I think that you guys, it was, it was, it was um, very complimentary knowledge with them playing late to the party. So it was a more even, even keeled match. And that automatically right there makes it more interesting. And I think that gave them more confidence going into it. Um, and we saw that. Dewberry, Dewberry had a perfect round and and they both had their moments to shine. And Makuga showed up big, they got opponent's choice and Makuga showed up big in round two. 
Um, and they felt it. They they felt they felt more confidence, not just like, oh, we're just here to have fun. You felt a competitive edge from them in this match. So we saw, we saw a different wild berries. We saw one that we don't usually see in their matches, where they're just like, we're just gonna get drunk and have fun. And they showed up and they won the game in a big way. It's it's their it's the pinnacle of their career. It's the pinnacle of their team's matches. Ooh. Mm. Pinnacle is a strong word, Lady Justice. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That was a very entertaining match, and I do think Wildberries rose to the occasion against uh, Late to the Party because they knew Late to the Party had beaten critically acclaimed. They knew they had to step up to the plate. But it was the Founding Fathers match that uh, stuck out in my mind because uh, that was the one where everyone was like, Founding Fathers are going to take this easy, easy. But the backroom chatter that was so entertaining going into that match was what if they lose? Oh God, what if they lose? Like, and we all knew that was a possibility because of the way they'd played in other matches, even though they were two and three founding fathers were one and one at the time. So Wildberries had more wins than them, uh, which just made it even more interesting going in stakes wise. But the thing is when they stepped in that from the moment they entered to Michael McDonald as the Mildberries, the with Yacht Rock playing, comparing the different vintages of wine they were drinking and, and obviously trying to lull the Founding Fathers into a false sense of security. It just made for a really entertaining one match. Minute. And then when you got into round two, they they had one two-point steal that they gave up to the Founding Fathers, but I believe they went uh, like the better part of nine or 10 out of 12. They did really well in comedies and they pulled out a couple deep cuts. So they were playing really, really well. Then when you had the Wildberry switch in the third round where they kind of imploded admittedly, the thing is that was the pinnacle of their entertainment value because they had that switch that we were all expecting somewhere in the match. And then it got even more tense because Dan got irritated with Josh. And we know how entertaining it is when Dan gets irritated. It can be entertaining. And sure, these are all beautiful moments. But then in the third round when they collapse, we're like, oh, right, this is reality. Okay, this is reality. This is what we expected and this is reality. On the flip side, okay, you want to talk about pinnacle? When when the when the Wildberries got their five pointer and it was about Armageddon, Josh McCuga's face lit up like like an eight year old just found out Christmas was coming a, a month early. That was an essential Wildberries moment. It was and time. Ooh, okay, things are getting a little spicy. This is definitely a harder Wildberry. <laughs> yeah. Hey Marisol, cheers. Round one round down. <laughs> Yes, we can take a breather. Well, you're not done with round one yet. You just got uh, well, done with your round one open debate. You're going to be still doing your closing statements, my dude. Mm-hmm. I thought this was an inner geekdom match, right, Marisol? Oh, oh, you didn't get the memo? Okay, let's continue. <laughs> my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> get it together, Adam. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do have our closing statements. And these are, I think both these competitors really solidified that these are both really, really famous matches individually. Vanessa, what are some of your general memories of these matches? Uh, I remember going in and watching the Founding Fathers versus Wildberries, and it was kind of that mm-hmm. same thing where you have two players who are at the top of their game, you know, killing it, and then you have the Wildberries who are a lot of fun, um, but they're, 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 um, knowledge isn't at the same and we were thinking about that part where you know 
oh my God, if the wild berries won, how crazy would this be? It would like turn everything on its head. And that's what made it exciting. And that's what makes the Schmodown exciting because you don't know where these matches are going to go. You don't know where that wheel is going to spin, where it's going to land for them at all. So you do have that ability there. And then being in the match with the wild berries, I mean, it was a dream come true to be in a match with the wild berries regardless. I think I was just like the whole time, like in my head thinking, oh my God, I'm playing the wild berries. Like it was just so much fun playing against them. Um, and then seeing them like play so well in that match too. Like I felt so honored, like even though we lost, I still felt so honored that like that we played against them and that they played such a good game during that match. So both matches yeah. are a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, I feel like a lot of about these matches, you know, really defied a little bit of what it means to, oh, there it is, uh, really kind of defied a little bit, uh, you know, what Wild Berries matches we kind of expect. You know, we expect, ex we expect crazy stuff. We expect, you know, Makuga to be doing uh, a keg stand. Okay, well, and also right after following up with a shot of fireball, you know, because that is Makuga way, and I'm so here for it. Right. You know? I, we even have a behind the scenes on the keg stand where they kind of broke the, the keg. So you can see that in some of our behind the scenes uh, for mm -hmm. the free for all on our page too, if you wanted to watch that, just saying. <laughs> I am totally doing going to be watching that after this. Okay. Well, something I think is just really great to know that we, I think everyone over in the chat, you know, they're just reaffirming, you know, everything you guys were saying that these are both really individually, really iconic matches. Now, something I am, I, I do really kind of want to hear you guys kind of go into a little bit in your closing statement is why, why the other match didn't do well. So we kind of heard you guys talk about your own. I, I, Adam, I really need you guys to talk about, well, why that match late to the party it's wasn't, wasn't, wasn't all that great, you know, <laughs> like, but also, which it totally was. And also same, uh, Marisol, I need you to kind of explain a little bit why the Founding Fathers against Wildberries slash Mileberries isn't that impactful. I really need to know the juice. I really need you to kind of dissect each other's answers a little bit more. So I, I just don't know if you guys are going to be emotionally prepared to kind of do that in the closing statements. Vanessa, do you think they're going to be ready? I think they're going to be ready, but just slightly. <sighs> Barely. Apparently, we'll see how this goes. All right, Marisol, well, you have one minute on the clock to really sell us on your pitch. Uh, you have one minute starting right now. Okay, I'm going to reiterate something I said, which was you might have had, you might have had entertain moments, sure, but ultimately I've got to put it on this where it falls, it fails in comparison to the late to the party match is that the Wildberries still were outmatched. And even if the drama was, oh, you never know what could happen. We still know what was going to happen. And we still know that the Wildberries were going to fall to the Founding Fathers. The Founding Fathers are just too legendary. Um, and that's where the, the party match has the edge. They were, it was, it was truly unpredictable because it was, it was literally a back and forth the entire match. At every point, it was a back and forth. That was truly exciting and still had all our classic, entertaining Wildberry ups and downs and peaks and great character. It was a full package. It worked on an entertainment level and it worked on what the fans want, the competitive, exciting trivia level. It's a full package. And Founding Fathers wasn't. Time 
please strike the last statement from the record. Um, yeah, full package indeed, though. It's by far one of my favorite matches of all time, especially matches that are driven by character. All right, Adam, you also have one minute on the clock, and I would really hate to hate to see you really say why Lich the Party isn't great. Hold on a bag of chips, so good luck with that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Lich of the Party not being great, because they are. However, uh, that match unfairly was a an undercard match for another event, uh, so it didn't have a chance to breathe on its own and get the spotlight that it really deserved. I agree with Marisol that it's a good match, but the reason it pales in comparison to the Founding Fathers match is because the Founding Fathers match, by default, was a high-profile match to pit David's against Goliath's. And for it to go two out of three rounds being fairly contentious made it a pretty competitive match in my opinion. But also the Wildberries aren't known for being, you know, like hardcore competitors. So why I think the Founding Fathers match had more to it is because it, it incorporated everything about the Wildberries, their antics, their drama, and it showed the first signs of a heel Dewberry who kind of screamed at the audience and cheered on Josh Bakuga as he rubbed the belt on his groin, which, I agree. It may have been a low point for the Schmodown overall, but it really moved the story forward Ten and seconds. put things in perspective about how we should respect these titles. But yeah, the late to the party match, very, very good. I just don't think it showcased the Wild Bears the way the Founding Fathers match did. And time. Oh, this is a little spicy. I'm just kidding. I, because that, was, that was our I, original I, team name. That was our original team name. Spicy. Really? Spicy. <laughs> spicy. Team spicy. Yeah. Team I guess it got that first. It got vetoed. It got vetoed. It was chance like Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to the story we just don't know. <laughs> just just team spicy. Okay. Vanessa, do you feel like you could ever be on a team just called Team Spicy? Or alternatively, like Team Mild or Beige? Like right? Um, I would do Team Spicy. Because I like spicy. What you too. spicy? But in the Bill Hader voice, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, you just sold it. You, okay, you just sold it to me. You did. All right. Uh, Vanessa and our ghost spicy. Yeah, to do it with like a, it comes with a movement. Team spicy. All right, Vanessa, right. you and our ghost judges, you're going to get to be determining the winner of this round, specifically through these arguments. And guys, just want to let you guys, everyone know, um, all of our judges today is, are going to be you guys really determine who you think wins each round, specifically by the audience vote. Not just because you're like, Adam Collins is all that in a bag of chips. Or alternatively, Marisol is like amazing in every single way. But, so I just want just to reaffirm, please do not vote just because you think someone's cool. Vote because of the arguments exclusively. So please do that pronto. Okay. I ate a bag of chips today. You did? What flavor? Spicy? Very spicy. <laughs> Chili cheese. Oh, all right. Well, we are going to be waiting two, actually, actually, let's wait three minutes while we wait for our answers in that one. In the meantime, we are going to be waiting for our judges to let us know in our private chat on Twitter who is the winner of this round. And we'll make that announcement here in just a few minutes. And also, guys, go vote. You guys remember all those times that uh, those voting really matters, like last, like this weekend during the Smashathon? Oh, crazy! Adam, did you have a favorite uh, part of the Smashathon? 
Uh, well, I watched a lot of it. Uh, I left it running overnight, like a lot of folks, and checked in early in the morning while I was having my coffee, too. And it was just, um, but I love the corruption versus corruption family feud. That was a highlight. Um, I'd be biased, but I, I can't lie. Uh, doing doing that bit with uh, the movie guys and Bibbs was a blast. I was really excited that I got to do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was full of a lot of goodwill and a lot of entertainment too. A lot of I'm glad it's there, like for posterity, so we can all watch it. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to the Smashathon channel if you haven't seen it yet. It's still fun to go back and watch. Yeah, it was it was it was a killer event to 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 celebrate just 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 a phenomenal just a just a phenomenal person like to rally around somebody who's just special mm -hmm. and i would be i would be lying if i didn't you know come out of that weekend you know like i woke up monday morning and like it just in my head i just woke up and i was just like smash it all like i just like i just <laughs> woke yeah, up Adam voice i just head. heard wit's voice in my head and and that was that was i couldn't i couldn't hear anything else other than that that was a highlight for me yeah, what about you, Vanessa? Amazing. Well, amazing. I was uh, busy trying to pick a, a winner here. What was the question? <laughs> That's very fair. I was like, we definitely <laughs> need a, a winner selected. Yes. Uh, the uh, what was your favorite part of the Smashathon? Did you have a favorite uh, part, like a favorite oh, game man. that you participated in, or a segment interview? There was a bunch of stuff going on. I want to say, like as a whole, I absolutely like adored everything. I think them, everybody coming together to do this Smashathon mm -hmm. for Smets. Uh, you know, to help him was just fantastic. And kind of going off with, you know, this year being really shitty and being able to do that, it just, it felt um, like, like a weight has lifted off of the year. Like it felt really great to come together and do something positive and, you know, rally around each other and have fun at the same time. So, I mean, I really enjoyed, uh, playing like in the match or in the live in the dark when we were on there. And mm -hmm. then uh, uh, point of view theirs was really great too. Just everybody having like their, I, I, okay. I want to say that I absolutely love the fact that they went through different segments throughout the whole two days, like, mm -hmm. and it felt very seamless and, you know, shout out to everybody who was doing it. Like it was just amazing. And I'm going to cry cause it was so, uh, nice. <laughs> it was amazing. I completely like ugly cried on camera for like a good seven minutes. It was yes. really embarrassing, really but fun. it was for, it was, a, it was amazing group to hang out with and, you know, for right. an amazing cause. So, you know, what a better, uh, you know, could picture a better time, you know, spend the weekend for sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. And guys, we are still waiting. Um, let's see. So we are still actually waiting for the winner of. Oh, I just didn't scroll down, so never mind. Never mind. I'm gonna say somebody must have demanded okay. a recount. Yes. Yeah. Um, recount. I'm just kidding. Okay. Don't yeah. It was my bad. I, just, I just didn't scroll far <laughs> down enough. That was my bad. Yes, we do have a winner of our first question, which is, "What is the best Wildberries match of all time?" And the winner is. Drum roll. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna let you wait. And Marisol, yay! Marisol McKay. It is Marisol McKay. Meant. It is Marisol McKay. So good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. All right. Yes. So we're gonna be going over to our second question. And Vanessa, you please do the honors in reading it. 
Yes. So the second question of the night is pitch a team that has the most potential to become the next Wildberries. Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is a really oh, I actually meant to go and take this whole thing. I'm gonna just see if I can what was that whole thing? I want to take the, the ticker off at the very bottom. I'm not sure why it's not coming off. I'm just gonna trash it. Technology. Maybe. I don't know why it's just not coming up. I don't know why. Anyway, but the second question is, oh, sorry, this one. Yeah, the, you know, potential Wildberries team. This is a big question. This is a huge question, Vanessa. It is. Like, what is, uh, specifically, what does it mean specifically to create a Wildberries team? What makes oh, the Wildberries the Wildberries to you? Uh, what makes the Wildberries the Wildberries to me is the fact that they have fun and they enjoy themselves um, and they play off of everyone so well, um, mm -hmm. whether it be the teams, whether it be the the judge, you know, whether it be the announcers, the presenters, uh, they do it so well and so uh, make it such a, a good time that if, if we were, if they were doing a match, like an hour match, it wouldn't feel like an hour match because uh, we're just in that moment and kind of in awe at at seeing what they can do and what what and having fun at the same time. Yes, absolutely agree. It's all about the character. It's all about the intros and the weirdness and it bringing so much more fun to the match as well. And especially with everything going on, boy, do we need it! <laughs> all right, like I said, with the last one we started with Marisol. This one we're gonna start with Adam for your opening statement. Are you ready? I believe so. Although I, I do, I do think there may have been a little bit of bias in that first round, but I, I I'm ready to move on to round two. Oh, I, was there? Was there? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, you one minute on the clock to pitch us your team starting okay. now. All right. So, uh, you know, wild berries leave, leave, uh, you know, quite the void to be filled. And there are many colorful personalities that could do it. Um, I think back to the Wildberries match against uh, Real Rejects. And while Real Rejects um, are a tight-knit team, their knowledge overlaps a lot. And I see a lot of fun in that team. And while either one of them would have been good to graduate to the next Wildberries, I think they would need to partner with someone else to get to that level. So I see Greg Alba, who is one of the most uh, low-key knowledgeable competitors uh, that uh, is out there right now. Uh, we saw what he did in Intergeekdom, but he's also vastly entertaining. And then you take someone like Andrew Guy, a guy who is paired been paired with three different high-profile players, but he should be the A player, and that's what I think would bring out the best in him. And I also think if he cut loose and actually had a good time while he was playing, we'd see the best Andrew Guy we've ever seen and the most entertaining. And time, Andrew Guy and Greg Alba. That's a team I didn't know I need. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very interesting duo right there. I'm excited. All right, Marisol, are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. You got one minute on the clock to sell us that pitch starting now. Okay. So, yeah, you want how how do you fill the void of the wild bears? Indeed, that is, that is the pressing question of our times. Um, how do you do it? So you have to find people who know who know how to have fun, who are 100% committed to character, who are gonna do whatever it takes and curse out whoever they need to, but smile at whoever they need to in order to get it done. You want two people who are on the same page in terms of going all out, um, giving everything they have, and then, you know, if they answer some questions as well, 
They're good. They're okay with that. Even better. Um, I think that it's really clear. You want to find two spirits who are in sync with that kind of stuff? You need to put together Adam Witt and Stacey Howard. You need to put them together. You need to put them on a team. And you need to just let them have a, have a blast. You need to let them have fun. You need to let them let loose, be freewheeling as they want to be, but still have enough knowledge to just actually be competitive and have a competitive edge in movie trivia. So that's that's Wildberries 2.0. And time. Ooh, Wildberries 2.0. Oh, ooh. Mm. Copyright that. These are are two very interesting team combinations, Vanessa. What are some of your initial thoughts about some of these teams so far? Um, So at first I was on board because I was like, you know, Greg Alba, absolutely. I could totally see him being out there doing his thing. I mean, we already see him do that now with with him being in the singles. And then, of course, that famous entrance at the free-for-all. I think we all know which one that we're talking about. So the fact that he's able to come out and do that uh absolutely i think that that he can can do great things and then you know flipping with andrew guy i think andrew guy is such a great character in in the schmodown that he he can kind of go in and play you know that that opposite that he's playing now and i would love to see that too so <laughs> it's very interesting to see that but then you have adam witt and cc howard and i'm like dang that is a that's actually one that I would love to see. I would love to see. I think that, you know, the sassiness that Stacy has and that that charisma that Adam has, I just I would love to see them uh play teams together. Like they're both of these teams are so good and I want them in the showdown now. <laughs> yeah, we actually had a suggestion in the chat. Dark horse pick would for me would be Roka and Snyder. And also how dare you suggest that? They would just end up making out, so <laughs> Shh, it's supposed to be a secret, Adam. Come on. Um, yeah, so these are both really interesting. I'm kind of really curious to see, you know, Adam really kind of mentioned what would happen to the real rejects potentially, because I love the idea of this new team, but I love me the real rejects, you know, obviously. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to really come out. But also with uh, Stacy and Adam, Stacy's such a really solid singles team competitor. I feel like she can definitely go all the way. I don't know if she's a definitely, I don't know if she's a kind of competitor that would almost come across as too serious for a team like the Wildberries. So I'm kind of wondering if like, how's that going to play out? Especially you saw her play against great Drake. So this is kind of an interesting combination of characters and, uh, you know, teams. So, and also, I do would uh, I would like to hear you guys pitch a team name. So no pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pitch that team name. Pitch the all right. Well you guys got four minutes to really sell us on both these teams starting now. Well, if you know we're if we're taking turns here, mm-hmm. uh, the key. Um, just to go back in on it. Uh, yeah, Adam Witt and Stacy are colorful personalities, and it might seem like a fun gimmick to pair them up. But the reason I think Alba and Guy together would be more interesting is going in with the uh, the assumption here that Guy is going into it at least being a performative Wildberry, and I think that's what would lure us into the team. Um, I think he could embrace the fun of what the Wildberries represented but we still know what's boiling underneath the surface with Andrew Guy. But we saw the same thing with Dewberry and Makuga in that match against Founding Fathers. They went a little heel in that match, and that's what makes the Wildberries interesting. Now, as far as Alba and Guy teaming up together, 
we know we're going to get an entertaining an entertaining match. We also know that both of them are uh, quite talented at trivia when they're really focused. Um, so I think they could surprise a lot of people with some unexpected wins. But the thing that would be the most entertaining is seeing them cut loose and kind of reset, well, at least Guy resetting his personality and kind of following, you know, in, in the path of the original Wildberries. Um, I think Alba, with a little bit of studying and just the right amount of fun, is obviously an amazing player. And the two of them together, like I said earlier, giving Guy a chance to be the one who takes the lead in a team, I think could bring out the best in him. Um, and I also think it could subvert a lot of expectations and, and fool a few competitors into thinking they're going to get an easy match, which is what I think the Wild Berries always did really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> also maybe not. I mean, it's it's not about being, like, like sneaky or having the edge or, or depending on Andrew Guy to be your A player here. Both Adam Witt and Stacey Howard have both proven that they do have trivia chops to back up, to back up their, 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 their colorful personalities. All right. They don't need, you know, we're not, we're not banking on potential. We've seen what they can do. Stacey Howard has pulled out some incredible wins. Um, Adam Witt, obviously, obviously has a lot of potential. I think, I think even most, most recently, I think he was the one really pulling his weight in, in his team's match recently. Um, and, and between the two of them, between the two of them, first off, Wit is keg stand ready. Okay, that guy understands how to how to throw down and have a party. Stacey Howard permanently has a glass of white wine stuck in her hand. All right, if anybody is going to exude the spirit, the fireball fireball chucking spirit of the Wildberries, it's going to be those two. All right, because they know how to throw a couple back and then answer some damn questions. Um, and that's a dynamic that you can't really teach. You know, that's something that 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 people need to have that that that. That spirit, yeah, Stacey Howard went heel-ish, like heel, okay, heel, recently, but she also just knows how to just flat out play catch. She always that way. So she knows how to just completely lighten it up, not necessarily be evil, because I know the wild bears weren't necessarily evil, um, but she can be as fun and playful and perfectly compliment wit. That's all I have for right now. Well, I, you know, you make you make a convincing argument uh, in certain cases, but honestly, I just think Alba and Guy, uh, you know, even though we saw Guy, you know, stumble a little bit when he lost focus, I think him uh, drinking just a little bit more whiskey and Alba doing whatever he was doing that day, he wet himself on stage would lead to a lot of fun antics. And I also think they'd unleash some some trivia demons in the process. Yeah, that maybe, but you made your first misstep, Collins, when you decided to break up the real rejects. That's what you did. Oh, so right. everything after that is kind of moot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it must be the ghost. Ten job. seconds. <sighs> well, you know, I still I still gotta think of a of a team name. So, you know, that's that's gonna take a minute. But uh yeah, I I and I think, time. I think that I'll shut up. I think I'll shut up. Open debate. I'm excited to see them answer that question in the closing statements. Yes, um, that was a lot to take in. Vanessa, were there any particular points that really kind of uh, called out to you? Uh, there are a few. Uh, I really like, you know, Adam going back and talking about how, you know, they can turn that heel part and that's what you saw in the Wildberry. So I do enjoy that. Um, but then you also have where, yeah, Adam Witt is, has that, cake stand ready to go he probably does it in his sleep so 
I'm sure like he's he's already has that uh, ability there. So that is a plus on that side. So there's a lot for me to think about between the two teams. And they, they brought up some excellent points between both of them. So this one's definitely, I thought the first one's hard. This one's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, these are two really, really great pitches. I would love to see. You know, I do feel like Adam has to work a little bit extra harder with his team pick, just because with Andrew Guy in particular, uh, you know, as well he's kind of mentioned previously he you know he's mentioned that he doesn't want to be in singles all that much you know as long as you know it's gonna be virtual matches he only wants to be in teams but also he's kind of vocal about how he's not super excited about the whole virtual setup so i'd be curious to really hear this uh uh, you know, Adam really talk about how Guy could really kind of fall in love with the idea of these kind of extreme Wildberry-centric team in a virtual setup. I'd be kind of curious to see him kind of continue on that pitch, you know, considering how Guy's been like anti-virtual matches as of late. But also with, with Stacey and Adam, I feel like, again, I just kind of reaffirm what I mentioned earlier. I feel like they're both really great competitors. I have a hard time, still have a hard time picturing Stacy going nuts. <laughs> I can't picture her dry humping a belt. I can't, you know, see that happening. I can picture her like holding Adam's leg while he does the keg stand, you know, but, you know, I don't know how crazy. I can see Stacy. I feel like if anything, she's been toning it down as of late. Or am I, Vanessa, do you think I'm like totally messing this up or am I matching things? I could see it your way, absolutely. But I can also see like there are subtle, subtle things that she's done mm -hmm. in the past where I feel like, oh, maybe she can kind of do like this crazy side. I mean, she, when she was with Six Degrees, they did the the costumes and she was doing that with, you know, uh, with... Um, Brianne Chandler. Brianne Chandler. <laughs> I am so sorry. Yeah, with Brianne Chandler. And then doing that and just being crazy and fun. Oh, I miss six degrees. Anyways. Oh, um, yeah. so but, so, much. Um, so I feel like she could do that too as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You're definitely selling me uh, on, on the idea a little bit more for sure. Now we are going to be going into our closing statements. And so this is going to be the really selling selling point for the entire pitch, really putting a nice bow on it, whipped cream and a cherry on top. Vanessa, what do you need to hear from both of these competitors to really guarantee your vote for this question? Um, I kind of want to hear a little bit more about that fun factor. Like, tell us like why you would think that like, they, yes, they might be good teams, but where's that fun factor? Wildberries are all about having fun. But they are? Whiskey. So I want to hear more about that in the closing statement as well. Is that what they drink? Whiskey? <laughs> They probably do. I saw Depends it. on the day of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Monday, Jaeger. Beer. <laughs> If it's the morning, it's wine coolers and white claw, you know, you never know. Yeah. All right. Well, well yeah. we are gonna we are gonna be going into our closing statements here in a split second. And Adam, you're gonna really sell us on this team in particular. Are you ready for your closing statement? I believe so. All right. And don't forget to pitch us that team name. I'm excited to hear it. You okay. have one minute starting. Well, look, I think these are both inherently fun gentlemen. Uh, you know, they just haven't had the right chance to showcase it. I think they bring out those qualities in each other. And, you know, uh, you mentioned like 
you know, like restraint in the digital era. This is a fantasy scenario to begin with. So let's fantasize that we're actually in the studio. And obviously these guys would thrive in a studio setting and in a live setting. I think they'd come out doing handstands if, uh, on top of keg stands, uh, if not cartwheels or a juggling or a magic act. I would love to see when either one of them would pull out of a hat. It'd probably be something uh, inappropriate. But with that in mind, uh, you know, it's 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 hard to, you know, like pinpoint one name. I was almost tempted to call them the urinal cakes. But I will say I will say uh, if we can't go with that, um, maybe the inglorious dastards, uh, something something akin to that, that would blend them together and also pay a little tribute to people who came before them. But uh, I think these guys would be inherently a blast. Um, I think they both know and how to that wraps it up the inglorious dastards oh you might have just sold me just now <laughs> all right and marisol you also have one minute on the clock are you ready yeah i think so all right no big deal no big deal you have one minute starting now all right um we we know we know how much fun adam wick can be i'm not worried about how much fun adam wick can be and if he's if he's going to be the makuga to her dewberry um dewberry is the more subdued out of the two of them makuga is a wild man wit would be the wild man and stacy has shown range as you you said you, yourself said vanessa stacy has shown range yeah we've seen her be a heel recently but she is she's she's fucking unhinged i just hear her voice in my head i hear it like in my, in my nightmares in my dreams like she, she's 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 unhinged okay stacy is unhinged and frankly she has a lot more positivity going for her still in her than guy guy's been hella negative very recently, very recently this year. He's not adaptable. We've seen that. He's not adaptable. He's not cool. He's not fun. He's not agreeable. He's not going to go along in the digital era. He needs very, circumstances, very specific circumstances to agree. I could go on forever, but I'm either going to call them the first wise club or, or Isla Fisher 360 because Adam Wood is a silver fox. And time. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was great. I want these so bad. <laughs> I wish there was a way to do like a what if. Like they should do it as an exhibition match and do like what if matches and just have like, you know, the patrons choose the teams and the team names and let's go for it. Oh my gosh. I, I just need both of these. I just want to, I kind of <laughs> want another anarchy tournament situation. Like I, I, I love the whole situation so much. I would love for these combination of competitors to come together. That'd be so much fun. All right. Okay, guys, over in the chat, just want to let you know, again, just want to reaffirm that you guys need to go vote, you know, just do what y'all like what y'all did in the presidential election. And otherwise go vote. Let, let us know your opinions, you know, but also, please vote exclusively on the debates you heard today. I just want to reaffirm that as well. And thank you so much to Jake Yacoveta for posting that and getting all that ready for us. We really love it. Okay. I also want to remind you guys, you still also have your 30 second of time extensions. And so just want to put that out there. Okay. No big deal. It's exciting. All right. Yes. It is. All right. Now, um, I kind of want to know from you guys, would you guys ever, can you guys ever picture Deception being a Wildberries kind of team? Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> uh, let us ponder. Well, no, I mean, I mean, look, look, 
I mean, anything is possible with with Fireball, right? Um, and and a lot of horrible things. A lot of horrible things are possible, but you pump Deception full of enough whiskey. I mean, we'll do, we'll do, we'll 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 do some cartwheels for sure. I mean, I'm sure that's what everybody wants to see at this point. I mean, everyone wants to see see us in the studio. You know, I don't see a better way to celebrate than uh, just drinking lots of liquor and coming out and seeing what happens. Yeah, hey, that's, that's the Wildberry way. <laughs> I have a hard time, Adam, like picturing you like unhinged like that. I, I see you as a stone cold killer, you know, as the coyote, but I can't really picture you being like, yeah, chugging a beer you know, right before a match or I I would, let me me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Um, I would put my drinking skills up against Josh McCuga any day. Oh, really? I would chug, I would do a beer chugging contest with him happily. Yes. Yes. Now, as far as how (laughs) I act after I drink that beer, I can't speak to that on the air, but I can tell you this, Mm -hmm. I I could definitely, I could definitely drink alongside him and keep pace if not Mm -hmm. outpace him. I would well, love to have ask, that contest. Let me ask you this, Adam. Is it a Legolas Gimli situation? Is that what we're talking about here? Is that what you're suggesting? Uh, yeah. yeah, we're in that territory. territory. <laughs> Wait, who is the Legolas and who's the Gimli? Well, that's what I'll let Adam answer for me. Yes, oh. yes. I would be the woodland elf who can hold his liquor. <laughs> and and step back and grow the beard of a dwarf. If I <laughs> and, you, would and a, you would feel a slight tingle in your fingers. That's, yes. that's the point. Okay. Yes. Right. In, in the in essentially in the words of Adam, but by done by Jake. Correction: We can handle our shit. <laughs> I would say that I'm just used to being on Skybound uh, regulated networks, so I didn't say that. You know what we said? Is Christian watching? We didn't swear, Marisol. Handle your poop. Okay, man, handle right. poop very well. <laughs> we also had a uh, we also had a super chat, very generously so from Mr. Ben Rayner. So thank you so much, my dude, for your generous donation. All uh, hi, all happy Wednesday. Smashathon was awesome. The new wild berries to me, it was it's easy. Warfather and Gray Drake. <gasps> oh, that's good. And I see having that potential team name. Grayfather. Mm. Vanessa, do you approve of this potential team? I approve of all potential teams. I think that everybody has the potential to become the wild bears if they so choose to. Mm. I love that. Um, I also, yeah, I mean, she she is great. So I think that they would have a lot of fun. That is that is a good name for a team too, Grayfather. <laughs> I miss Gray Drake so much and seeing her um you know, be Stacey Howard. It just reminded me how much I missed. I missed her. She's so amazing, and and she's and she still got it. She's still like gold and everything. Yes. Okay. All right. Now we are guys. Just want to give you guys a heads up. You guys do have one minute on the clock to go vote, and you guys got to go vote pronto, and uh, just let us know your opinions on this debate. Is it going to be the team Dastards, uh, the Inglorious Dastards, or is it going to be the Silver Fox? Can I still use my thirty seconds, or are we all past that? Oh, we are all past it. This is we're we're done with that debate. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, we're done with it. Yeah. So nice it's, try, uh, McKee. Hey, hey, <laughs> my shot, Collins. All right. <laughs> I also just want to mention if that uh, you can, you can be hypothetically be in the middle of the debate, like the open debate or 
or whatever it may be. And you could be like, hey, uh, time extension and Adam will have to like stop talking for like a good 30 seconds. It could be literally any time during the debate, except you hear that? You hear that when comment? we're not during the thing. Okay. <laughs> you can have my time pull, too. You'd, you'd have to pull a Kamala Harris, essentially. I am speaking. I am speaking. <laughs> I am speaking. <laughs> you guys heard the timer go off. Uh, yeah, so we are done with that question. We are going to be moving on to our third and final question of the evening. And is the third question is always the most weird. It's the most fun. And hey, did you know Thanksgiving is next week? Because I forgot. <laughs> so... Uh, Vanessa, could you please do the honor in reading our next question? Yes, the third question of the night is, at a Schmodown Friendsgiving, who is most likely to steal the turkey? Mm, stealing that turkey. And I'm just really curious about what they're doing with that turkey as well. So I got to hear some motivations. Well, Marisol, I'm going to save their 30 seconds for the most technical round here. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right. Okay. As uh, we kind of chat right before we went live, we chose the silver coin action coin to use with Marisol choosing having going with the uh, team trader and Adam Collins obviously going with the uh, Lord and Savior Andrew Guy. So I'll be flipping it real quickly. Big fan. Oh wait, sorry. That was a really awful flip. Woo. Yeah. Classy. Classy. And it is team trader. Oh. So Marisol, would you like to go first or defer? I will. I'm very, I'm very courageous. I will defer to this fine gentleman. All right. I feel like the bell of the ball. <laughs> All right. You heard the lady. You have one minute on the clock to really pitch us. Who's stealing that turkey? You have one minute on the clock starting now. Gucci. Okay, so I know that seems like an obvious choice, but the guy would walk into anybody's house in the in anywhere in the world without any explanation, in silence, walk right up to that table, whether the turkey had been carved, whether it had been put in the oven yet or not, pick it up and just walk out without saying a word. And then somehow he would turn a profit. I don't I, I the guy would go out and he would go to the next door neighbors and he'd be like, Look, look, this turkey. This turkey is prime cut stuff. You know, it's it's top notch. You, I've, you know, I, I know I know it's Thanksgiving, but you know, and you already have a turkey, but just think about where this one came from. And somehow they would work over their hard-earned cash for it. Um, I, I know it seems like a no-brainer, but I also think people need to consider he would be motivated by the by his bottom line. And he would make money off and of time. So money is the real big motivator. And Wareham Harold just wants to reaffirm that's facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. And again, that's facts. Yeah. And also Gucci would totally sell a turkey. <laughs> All right, Marisol, you, it sounds like you got a little bit of extra work for this one. You also have one minute for your opening statements. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm All right. You have one minute starting now. Okay. All right. Um, who's going to steal a turkey from a Thanksgiving? Who do you think? The goddamn delinquent. Okay. All right. Lon Harris is definitely going to steal a turkey. All right. I'm actually, I'm actually shocked that Lon Harris is not right now crouched behind a dumpster somewhere gnawing on a turkey leg. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, hello. All right. No, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. You know, he's not gonna hatch any 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 Ponzi scheme to flip a turkey and 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 sell it on the black market. He he's no. He just he's like he's gonna walk in a room. He's gonna be like, oh crap, there's a turkey. And he's just gonna he's gonna pick it up. He's gonna walk out with it. And he's gonna and he's gonna eat it. That's like, it's it's pretty it's pretty basic, and and a free turkey. Like moreover, it's it's clearly the delinquent. A turkey. <laughs> Not how I thought this day was gonna go. <laughs> no. It's a serious oh, stuff. Gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Both of these conjures uh, images that are just so clear. I can easily picture both of these happening and possibly happening together. Vanessa, yes, right? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you have Gucci selling to the delinquent. Mm -hmm. You just eat it right up <laughs> with probably whatever he had in his pocket. <laughs> yes, there is a lot of love for both these pics. There's a lot of love uh, from Marisol, you know, with a lot of the tears, but also Ben Rayner says Snyder all the way would steal that turkey. Oh, um, Sounds like we need to get Ben in on this debate. <laughs> yeah, Ben is like, yeah, coming up, yeah. But also yeah. there's a lot of love for Goddard, you know, considering- Goddard. All things considering, I feel like that's uh, that's pretty that's a pretty solid recommendation as well. All right, well, we do have four minutes on the clock to hear some open debates. Vanessa, is there anything in particular you're excited to hear debated? Um, I'm I mean I'm looking forward to them elaborating a little more on both uh, mm -hmm. uh, accounts. Uh, for for Gucci, I kind of want to hear like what would be his like statement to get people to to buy a half-eaten turkey, maybe a full turkey. Like, I'm really Ooh. curious what you would think that he would say to people to get them to buy the turkey. And mm -hmm. then, you know, for Lon, I, you know, just describing the way that he eats the turkey is great. So mm -hmm. elaborate on that and like do a scenario where you are, okay, so where Adam is trying to sell to Lon and then we have Marisol being Lon and trying to, you know, being, okay, let me buy this turkey. <laughs> That's going to cost you one $20 schmobot, Vanessa. <laughs> oh, gosh. The, the, one of the only things that I really, really need to hear is that I, I really want you guys to really paint us a picture of how these, uh, how these individuals stole them turkeys. Um, you know, did they just, like, sneak attack? Did they just outright aggressively take it from the table when everyone was looking and be like, ah, mine, ah. You know, I kind of want to know the circumstances of how they stole said turkey you know everyone's looking at it it's a huge deal having a turkey on thanksgiving so mm. let's take it all right well you guys have four minutes to really just make us laugh um so it's hard only, you have four only, minutes only, starting now oh sorry only four minutes <laughs> only four minutes oh man okay you gotta get clever with it <laughs> you gotta get yeah so you gotta to get say. clever okay Got it. Yeah, you got to be very swift, <laughs> unless you want to use your time. This, is, this is a nuanced debate, so let's get into it. Well, intense, yes. Um, um, all right. Well, you have four minutes starting now. 
All right. Well, again, you know, this is this is intense and serious stuff. So with with Gucci in mind, uh, look, the thing is, when he steals a turkey, he's going to make you feel like he's not stealing it. That's that's the talent right there. He's going to walk in in the middle of a 20 degree November day in the Midwest with his shirt off, smoking a clove cigarette, walk right in, swoop that thing under his arm. And then the, the dad who's carving it at the time is going to end up thanking him for the privilege because Gucci's going to be like, look, I can get you a replacement. It's not a big deal. Like you got plenty of stuffing over there. Just eat that for now. And I'll come back with a replacement later. Of course, he's never going to come back, but the guy is going to think he is. Then he's going to walk down the street and, and, you know, go to aunt Mildred's house or whoever the hell, and he'll walk in and, you know, she might be spending Thanksgiving alone and be like, look, you know, for 20 bucks, this could be yours. Like, this is a high-end turkey. This was Kanye West turkey. You know, like I, I, you know, like I just picked it up. And, you know, at the end of it, you know, he's going to have convinced her that she wrote in Kanye West for president. So, like, that is why I think, you know, Gucci, hands down, is going to steal the turkey. Now, Lon, like a Looney Tunes character, might smell it and float to a windowsill and, like, eat some of it. But I think more than likely, he's going to end up picking over the bones in the trash can. I don't know about him committing a deliberate act of theft. I don't think he thinks that far ahead. Whereas Gucci, we know, is a cold, calculating son of a bitch. And yeah, he is. So do you want to picture that? Or do you want to picture somebody blissfully stumbling upon, upon a situation with all the, the, the holiday magic and wonder and bewilderment that Lon the Harrison, Lon the delinquent would do, okay? So picture this, like, like, Lon didn't even know there was a Friendsgiving. Okay, he didn't even know there was a Schmodown Friendsgiving. And he's just kind of like, he's just kind of like scratching his head. He's just kind of sitting on the sidewalk. You know, like, you know, he, he took a nap. He fell asleep. All right, all right, whatever. The door is left open, okay? It's it's four o'clock. Everybody's still watching football. You know, he, he, he sees the door open, so he wanders in. Everybody's still watching football. They're watching the Cowboys lose you know, to whoever they're losing to this year on Thanksgiving. Um, and and he walks in and he's just like, he's just like, oh shit. And he just like looks and he's just like, this is this is the world's, he thinks he stumbled upon the world's greatest prepared food aisle at, at, the, at the most amazing supermarket in the world. He doesn't even know where he is. Okay, there's no, there's no, there's no malicious intent. All right, he's just like, he's just like, this isn't, this is amazing. He's just, he's just like Candy Damsey. He's never dreamed of such a feast. He feels like a little. He feels like Ophelia in Pan's Labyrinth. It's just like it's just like oh, it's, he's he's it's magnificent. There's no thought past his head that this is this is somebody's and he's stealing it from anybody. You know that's what's that's what's so beautiful and pure about this moment is that the delinquent is just like oh that's a that's a big ass turkey. That's a really big turkey. You know that's huge. And so he just pops off a turkey leg and he starts eating it. He, he just takes a bite and he's like, this is amazing. This is the greatest place. Is this, is this, is this Narnia? Like, what is this? Like, this is like, what is this? Like, it feels like he's in Candyland. This is, this is a magical moment. This is what these holidays should be all about. This is, this is the delinquent in his purest form. All right. And then I don't know. Yeah. Like, like Christian comes in from the other room. He's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, and, and Lon's got the turkey's ass halfway up in the air and he's like, ah, oh, I saved some for you. This is amazing. You got to get in on this. And then everybody comes in and they, and they, and they don't even know. And they don't even know what was going on. And, and Lon doesn't even, Lon doesn't even have it in his heart to genuinely steal the turkey from everybody. He just might accidentally eat it. 10 seconds. Before everybody gets to it. That's I would like to do my 30 second extension. 30 seconds. 
You have uh, 30 seconds starting now and of uninterrupted time. Okay, so uh, with that in mind, Marisol, you made my point for me. It's not actual theft, so you've negated your own argument. I do apologize. But with that in mind, Gucci going in and stealing it, you, you didn't give, I, I, I failed to mention how he would sell it to Lon. And honestly, you know, he would walk up to Lon okay. in that alley and, you know, he'd be like, I'll trade it. I'll, I'll trade it for that beanie or maybe that grownups uh, two visor that Collins gave you in that match. And, and it would be a worthwhile exchange and right there. That was a great time. use of 30 seconds. I'm glad I used it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to use it. I had to use uh, the turkey argument. So there you go. I can't handle this right now, guys. <laughs> I'm so grateful that we're happening. With everything going on in the world, we deserve this. Don't we, Vanessa? We do. We do. This is we great. Do. I love it. <laughs> we do. We deserve it. Okay. Yeah. These are both fantastic pitches. I heard about some potential extra players involved. It sounds like, you know, the delinquent. Uh, might have technically, might have not technically stolen the turkey. So I would definitely need to hear a little comeback from that, you know, but also with Adams, you definitely painted a picture that feels all too real. So you painted the picture pretty well. Something I kind of want to hear from you is any potential players that would also be involved, you know, would anyone try to be like, yo, Gucci, don't do that or anything like that, you know, you know, any other potential players that would be involved to try to help them steal the turkey or um, try to take the turkey from him and return it or whatever the situation is. So we need some answers. I have thoughts on that. I don't know if I'm allowed to share them yet, but I have thoughts. Not, not yet. Not yet. Save that for the closing statement. And also, yeah, I mean, that's just everything I need to hear personally. Vanessa, is there anything that you need to hear to solidify your vote for the most important question in the world right now? I would be curious to see what uh, what Lon would say to Gucci when Gucci came up to him. Like I still, I'm still, I'm still waiting for that that thing there. But um, other than that, I, I mean, I, you guys had pretty solid arguments between both of them. Like at first, I thought like when you said Gucci, I was like, oh, that's it. We already that's like how can you top that? And then when you come with the delinquent, I'm like, oh dang, this is a debate. <laughs> Bring it. So. I, both of them are great. Yeah, there's a lot of love for both. Jonathan Caro, he mentioned, I can now see a cartoon comic strip of Lon the Delinquent Harris stealing a turkey. Classic. You know, absolutely agree. Um, but also, yeah, yeah, it, you know, Dean Morgan mentioned that I think Christian or Ellis would catch Gucci trying to steal it. So, yeah. Also, he's a given. You know, um, yeah, there's a, but also go Cowboys. Boo. <laughs> uh, so, I go for Marisol for the Cowboys shade. Oh, well, extra, little set, extra little side hustle right there. I Did see. I, I wear my Eagles, Eagles colors too hard in this, in that answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is sports ball? If it, if it says any, if it's anything else other than baseball, I don't care about it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's nice here in St. Louis. Oh, we did receive a super chat just a few moments ago from Mr. Muffbane Review saying, thank you, Alex, for the last instruction during these wise, awful, otherwise awful days. Good luck to you all. Hashtag NYC. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much, Muffbane Reviews. Appreciate it. Um, 
Yeah, that's everything that we want to hear. We definitely want to hear about the players. We want to hear about, you know, whatever's going to be going on. Um, Vanessa, real quickly, this is our final, this is going to be our final question of the evening. Mm -hmm. What is, uh, is there anything in particular that you would love to see potentially tied in into this turkey stealing situation? It's turkey. It's turkey debacle. This is going to be its own division in the Schmodown next year. <laughs> turkey theft. Uh, no, I mean, like, oh, this is, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of had it, like, the two points were great. Um, let's see, what else do I want to hear? You know, I would like to hear more stories of how Gucci's just so suave in his turkey stealing. Because I could definitely see that. But then I could see Lon Harris taking back the turkey to his little pod and like hanging out with the turkey first, you know, being friends with the turkey and then being sad <gasps> about the turkey. Like a Wilson like, situation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely like a Wilson situation there. So that would be an interesting take on it too. Mm. Mm. We're just like we're we're just we're just like giving him all the information here. We're just selling it. For I know, him. right? Because yeah, <laughs> like, what's like? Are we debating or are they debating? I don't know anymore. We're all debating. <laughs> we're all debating. All right, Adam, you have one minute on the clock to really sell us on your argument in favor of Bobby Gucci. Are you ready? Oh, thank God. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> one minute starting now. Okay, well, thanks, Vanessa, for giving this the seriousness it deserves. And second of all, um, with 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 Gucci, uh, you mentioned uh, you know what, who would be in tow with Gucci, and the thing is, Gucci usually has an entourage of you know a, a bunch of of colorful characters. But the one person I see following him down the street while he's got that turkey is Ben Bateman, uh, saying, "Look." You screwed me out of my chance to get that turkey. Give me that turkey. That's my turkey. I want to keep it. I want to eat that turkey. And if it weren't for you, it would be my turkey. And and I think I think that would be uh, the likeliest of scenarios. And he would follow him into that next person's house when Gucci's pitching, uh, you know, the the importance of that turkey to Aunt Mildred. And uh, Ben wouldn't get his hands on it, but he'd certainly be in the room or at least out on the sidewalk. Uh, shaking his fist. Um, yeah, that's my closing argument. And time. Ooh, tying in Ben Bateman into that. Oh my gosh, that, that was a good sell right there. All right, <laughs> Marisol. Marisol, you also have one minute on the clock to really sell us on, even more so, on the delinquent. Are you ready? I guess. I don't know. Don't <laughs> <laughs> forget your 30 seconds, McKee. <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> you have one minute on the clock starting now. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I, look, I... Uh, <laughs> Lon, look, Lon, Lon, like, what is stealing, really? Like, like what is it, really? Okay? All right, is it... Stealing? Would Lon steal from somebody? Is that what we're talking about here? I don't think so. Okay, so let's let's step back and let's redefine <laughs> stealing. Okay, all right. Like I said, Lon's a simple guy. He doesn't even know he doesn't even know where he is half the goddamn time. All right, all right. He's not he's not trying to steal a turkey. He's just trying to befriend a turkey. To your point, Vanessa, like he's he's you know he went on some adventure with the turkey. I'm gonna preemptively extend 
and use my 30 seconds here because because this is just this is just stream of consciousness right now um but uh, but look it's it's Lon stumbles in. He stumbles into the house. He doesn't know where he is. You know, you know, it looked like a good place. He sees a turkey. He's like, that looks like a nice, it looks like a friendly place. Very, it's like a, it's a friendly face. It looks, it looks golden. It's pretty plump. That looks like, that looks like somebody he wants to get to know. Okay. So, so he takes a turkey. What can I say? He takes a turkey. He leaves with it. You know, he has a couple of misadventures with it. And then, and then after a certain point, unbeknownst to him, he just kind of, he just kind of rips off a leg and just eats his turkey. And that's how the story ends. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No harm, no foul. You're making me very hungry for some turkey sandwiches covered in gravy and stuffing, my dude. Oh. But what I'm is a turkey, really? What is a turkey? What? I don't know. What is, what is a turkey? If just not a bird covered with feathers. Well, okay. <laughs> Guys, we so need a winner of these debates. We need a winner. Guys, go vote. <laughs> Please go vote for the love, for all that is holy. <laughs> I need to know uh, who the winner is. Our uh, last our one broke me. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> good, good. Our ghost judge, in combination with Vanessa, will be letting us know in our little private chat who they think is a winner of all these of all these debates. But also, you guys need to go vote as well and vote on who you think is most likely to steal the dang turkey at a Schmodown Friendsgiving. Okay. Um, I would have to say both of you guys are as right as you are. You guys are also incredibly wrong because the real, uh, the person that would steal the turkey, as we all know, would be Shannon. Okay. <laughs> Shannon would 100%. <laughs> she would, I can totally picture her doing it. Just being like, you guys wanted this turkey? You worked hard all year for this turkey? Too bad. <laughs> just take it. Just drop it into a plane and, and be like, like <laughs> just throw it out. Shannon, Shannon would order like, a drone strike on that turkey. <laughs> she would rain yeah, hellfire from the sky. That's what she Exactly. Would do. I can totally picture her doing that. This is just like low-key pitch, uh, pitch a story on how each competitor could totally do it. John Roca, I could easily picture doing it. He would like low key like bring back like Matt Nose to be like, hey, this is our thing. This is what we're gonna do. Didn't steal that turkey. <laughs> it would get weird. Um, all right, now you guys, yeah, we're not gonna go into spoilers. Just want to give you a heads up over a big match that was announced today. You know, between the between the deception and uh, the lethal weapons. You know, so we're not gonna go into spoilers or anything. Just want to give you guys a heads up. But I do want to say that you guys are in the teams tournament. You just had your first teams match, and you know, how does it feel to have the match kind of out in the open like that without going to spoilers? Yeah, it feels it feels like it feels like like oh like waiting to exhale and we finally exhaled. Like we had our Angela Bassett moment and we're walking away from a flaming car, you know, and 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 it feels good. It feels good. We're really excited. I was really excited to be partnered with 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 Adam. Um, I think that we're, I think that we complement each other really well. And, and I'm so excited about him and I'm just excited for the world to see that, that we can really bring something to the table together. Like, you know, Adam's obviously awesome by himself. He don't need me. Um, he's obviously amazing by himself, but, um, 
but it's exciting and something new to to see just what what you can bring to the table when you throw somebody else to the mix. So I'm just excited for people to see our dynamic um, and and get an idea for when you put two people who are on the same page and really have that drive together, what they can accomplish. So I'm hoping that people see that today when the match comes out. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 she, she flatters me, but honestly, this is a, uh, uh, the teams, the teams tournament, uh, you know, I knew it would be a chance to, uh, you know, um, for Marisol to show, uh, you know, people the schmo down more of what she, what she's capable of. And yeah, I can't, I can't talk any spoilers. Just watch the match tomorrow or even better join the Patreon and watch it tonight. Uh, uh, if you can't wait, but, um, no, the thing that I think is so exciting is we're the first like rookie team that I can think of that's like been thrown into a tournament like this, like true, like two rookies together, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, like there's always a rookie being paired with a veteran. That's like the thing yeah. that happens all the time. So for us to come in like, like equally new to the game, um, I just think throws a lot of excitement into it. And, and yeah, like I just knew going into this with Marisol, like this would be a real opportunity to uh, lean on someone who fills in my gaps quite well and, uh, and just let her actions speak for themselves. So you got to tune into this match, see how it turns out. Uh, I think you'll be thoroughly entertained. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no joke. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of um, the idea of having a true rookie team is, a, is, is, is definitely kind of a riskier move you know, for when it comes to a uh, faction manager pairing up the two personalities, because especially going into a team's tournament, that's a lot of pressure, you know, to be put on these two rookies for um, for a faction, you know, that's pretty intense. Um, Vanessa, do you miss competing with late to the party at all? Or are you um, like, the past ooh. is gone, it's gone forever? Um. Uh, sort of sometimes, but I'm looking forward to maybe branching out and doing my own thing. I mean, I, Robert can do his own thing and me doing my own thing too. Um, so, I mean, it, and it's always there in the back. We can always go back and watch our matches. I mean, we lived them so it can, you know, re reverse it in our heads too. But, uh, I, I mean, it was a lot of fun, and, but, you know, going forward, that's mm -hmm. where, that's where it's at. That's where we're headed. So uh, I'm looking forward to what's ahead in this run. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to see more. Uh, I can't wait to see, you know, more matches with you in the future. I feel like I can't really picture Schmodown without you, Vanessa, just because I feel like as long as I've been a fan of Schmodown, you've been there. Mm -hmm. It's true. I mean, it's very, it's true. It's the way it is. Um, yeah. Yes. You know, and also I'm just like, projecting all my love and affection towards I'm like, oh a fellow reactor. She she did the she's she did what's real. This is what we all love. So yeah, there's a lot of love there. Okay, we did get a stream live from Mr. D Train. I sent the stream live uh stream ad, but it was never read. Oh I'm sorry, sorry. I apologize. Just wanted to say I'm a big fan of Collins as McKee. Much respect to what they've done. Awesome. Thank you, D Train. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, so man. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you guys mind me asking where did the name Deception come from? Well, uh, do you mind if I go first, Marisol? Not at all. Please. Okay. Okay. So we can't get into all the behind the scenes stuff, 
But, you know, it was uh, a little bit of a collaboration, but, you know, the commissioner uh, or the chairman rather uh, uh, definitely, definitely gets some, some uh, ideas that he, he likes sometimes. And, you know, um, once he gave us his pitch, you know, we, we, you know, could, could jive with what he was saying. And the idea is, you know, we both have come in, you know, like relatively under the radar, like, you know, we, you know, we came in and we just wanted to play our matches. And the idea of deception is, you know, yeah, this, the cat's out of the bag now, like we're here to play, but at the same time, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, going into the season, there was a lot of talk about other rookies. And mm-hmm. I like to think that Marisol and I came in here and, and subverted a lot of expectations and uh, no one's more excited than the two of us for COVID to get under control so we can get into the studio and and show uh, these veterans that uh, that's not going to phase us one bit. Yeah, it's it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure, you know, for rookies, especially in this whole setup. Um, I do want to highlight something I saw in the chat real quickly that said from Eric. Uh, Eric, you know, like the party civil war next season. Vanessa, what do you say about that? Uh, I mean, I'd be down. <laughs> Anytime that I could like take down Robert, sure. I always love it when I can one up him on on any kind of movie trivia. But like, I knew that before you did. So if I could do that on the schmo down, even better. <laughs> I would love to see that happen. Do you um, do you think that's something that is that something that would make you really nervous to do, or do you feel like you would be like more excited than anything? I think I would be more excited than anything because. One, I already know his strengths and weaknesses in a lot of aspects. So I could, I can pinpoint what, like what I need to study and what I need to focus on. And so it would be a lot of fun to go into the match and then play against Robert. Uh, So I wouldn't be nervous. It would be, it would be a lot of fun. It'd be like an awesome game of chess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, you guys, well, we do have our winner. We're clocking in um, just under an hour and 30 minutes, but we do have a winner. So, uh, Vanessa, could you please re... Oh, actually, I can't bring up the first question, but it was because I deleted it. But the first question being, what is the best Wildberries match with the winner, like we said, being Marisol? The second question being, pitch a team that has most potential to become the next Wildberries with the winner being... Adam Collins. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, I didn't. I, okay, Ooh. yes, that was the expected result. Ooh. That was the expected result. <laughs> <laughs> and and our final question being: so, technically, our compa- both Marisol and Adam are sitting at one apiece. So, this question is going to determine our winner today at a Schmodown Thanksgiving. Who is most likely to steal a turkey? The winner being. Long the delinquent meeting, Marisol McKee. I put everything I had into that turkey argument. Damn it. <laughs> you beat me again, McKee. They were both good arguments. I, I would both see both of them take a turkey. <laughs> And now I want turkey, so I'm going to have to buy one off of Gucci eventually. <laughs> Do you think you can picture them working together to steal a turkey? 
Yes, I actually could. I could see Lon going in and being like, hey, what's up? You know, you know, nonchalantly going into somebody's home, taking the uh, the turkey and then coming back to Gucci and be like, hey, I got you this turkey. I got you this turkey. Which turkey you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have gone with the visual of it being in his trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Gucci open his trench coat. <laughs> I, he, he, he just keeps insisting he does it. Like, I remember seeing him at Spectacular last year, and he wore this Asian-inspired long wool jacket that was uh -huh. like a hot collar with no shirt underneath and, like, his, like, hot boy shorts. Yeah. And I was like, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, he looked like the villain in a UA Bowl movie. He did. It was like it was straight out of 1987. Yeah. It was fantastic. It really was. All right. Uh, well, congratulations to Marisol, the winner of tonight's debate. How are you feeling, girl? Feeling good. I'm feeling good. I mean, I'm feeling good. This was this was <clears throat> it was well contested, Adam. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Honorable Mac. You fought bravely, you fought true. Um, but, but, but come on, man. All right. All right. I, like you said, Vanessa, it's fun. To, it's fun to always spar. I, I like to, to, to spar with movie, movie trivia knowledge with Adam. Um, and we're both incredibly competitive. So even though we both, you know, like each other very much, there's all this, this there's all an immense amount of satisfaction when you see an equal in the room and you know, somebody's Somebody's technically your competition, you know, in spirit, and, and they rival your knowledge. You still, you still get some satisfaction out of out of one upping them just a little bit. And tonight, I one up you just a little bit, Collins. And I feel good. It feels really good. Mm -hmm. I Adam, feel like you, well, good job, Marisol. Congratulations, fantastic ones all overall. But Adam, obviously, you know, you did pretty well yourself. Is there anywhere that you were like, man, I should have said this, I should have done that? Or anything along those lines? Are you pretty overall, pretty satisfactory? You know, on all your debates tonight. Uh, you know, like you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, like uh, I, I really wish. Uh, you know, um, maybe maybe I should have just said late to the party is the next wild berries in round two. <laughs> Although I did win that round, I I, I I so won that round. You know, I don't think I can never talk about how much I won that round. I really did. Um, but honestly, uh, it cushions the blow uh, because my first loss of the season was to Marisol McKee. So, round of applause for Marisol. I didn't. I didn't, world. I, I defeated the Coyote. Yay. <laughs> I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah. No, I, uh, no this was a blast. Um, uh, you know, I watched Marisol's debate against Chance. And, uh, and this time around, uh, what can I say? She cleaned my clock. Gotta live with oh. that on my conscience. Man, uh, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. And unfortunately, when those situations happen, happen when you lose, you gotta find a way to come back and redeem yourself. Now, with that being said, Adam, who is someone that you would love to debate in the future? William Bibiani. Oh. oh. That's a spicy. But but watch uh, out, because he's probably gonna try and turn it into a horror Iron Maiden match. But let's do a schmobate first. Because <laughs> that's something that's something Christian will actually approve. So let's do that instead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Our our, uh, our runner up in our tournament of winners, Schmobate debate. Interesting. 
No whammy. Okay. And also, um, Marisol, you know, um, who would you like to debate in the future? Um, you know, maybe only because it's so fresh and this guy seems to have a lot of opinions about stuff. I would love to debate Mr. Andrew Guy. I would love to get get the dastardly one in here. You know, he's got he's got a lot to say, apparently. You know, so so you know. We'll see just, we'll see if he could put, you know, we'll see how much, we'll just see. We'll just see. We'll see, we'll see how how much he can, he can really sink his teeth in when somebody bites back. So, so. Girl, mm, I hope you're not biting out more than you can chew. Um, now, we did find out the winner of tonight's debate because not only with the wonderful Vanessa of Late to the Party, but we have a few guests, sorry, ghost judges as well. So I'm going to go ahead and take off this little banner here real quickly. Who is it? Who is it? Also, guys, who do you guys think it is? Um, Marisol, Adam, do you guys have any guesses, potential guesses on our ghost judge tonight? Um, I was going to say just off the top of my head, uh, maybe it's, uh, Vanessa Williams and David Axelrod, but that's just, I'm spitballing. I'm spitballing. Oh, oh. how did you know? <laughs> I know you got connections. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and bring on our judge. Who is it? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, come on. Hey, who's eating your delicious turkey? Come on. Hey, <laughs> Vengeance is so sweet, isn't it? Awesome. I very strongly in round two, sir. Not yeah. think, but I'm very fair, partial judging here. Also, we have another person to think. There was one more. And it is our second ghost judge. And if they have their fingers, it's still love. Even now, they circle on a desktop wallpaper. I got it. Well, whenever, whenever they're ready to, you know, go on, come on screen. That's fine. It's a gray screen. Yay! It's gray, father. And proud we are of that. Yeah, I, I felt I felt like Marisol really connected to the character of the delinquent. I think he's often brushed aside, just a bum. People just make homeless jokes at his expense. But you really, I think, understood his, uh, you know, his convivial nature. That the that he's part of the community. Maybe not one that gives back a lot, but but part of it nonetheless. I really appreciate. <laughs> but of course, sir, sir, you, you paint a vivid picture. I was only going off of your, your, your brilliant work. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it's, I feel like it was pretty solid overall. Oh, we did get a super chat from D train again. Um, actually it was from, from a little bit ago, but I missed it. I apologize. He says, would you guys ever consider doing a debate show about movies? Kind of like what movie fights were to screen junkies. Oh, well, that's interesting. Consider Alon is here. I mean, yeah, like I, you know, I'll call my lawyers and we'll we'll see. I don't. I doubt there's any. I doubt there would be any pending litigation. It would. <laughs> so Lon just gave us just tangential approval to do movie fights on it's, your channel. So let's yeah. go. It's, it's literally just debating. Literally everyone on the internet has been doing it. Like the two internet connections, they were like, "Star Wars sucks." Like, so the gray screen. It is necrotic. It is necrotic. Yeah. Yeah. 
promise it's him. We were communicating by Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes, yes. we can hear oh. you. Can hear oh, cool. You. Oh, the, the uh, <laughs> camera is like is like all gray though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you're know why the camera is You're shrouded in mystery. Yeah. It's <laughs> to left, uh, hide all that, the sensitive content table. on my end. You're in the void. That's yeah. where you're calling from. Eric, Eric, I don't think I've ever had you on as a ghost to judge before. How was it doing? How was it going? Uh, it was fun. I mean, I, I kind of, uh, I know it was kind of a last minute thing, but I jumped in here just to mm -hmm. hang and uh, watch the, the, uh, my would be faction mates in another universe, you know? <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, true. Right. That's right. I would be in there with that. But yeah, it was, I know it was fun. It was fun. There was a lot of good debates, especially on, on coming off of that pay per view last weekend. Eric, yeah. how would you steal a turkey from Friendsgiving, from a Schmodown Friendsgiving? How would I personally steal one? Yeah, absolutely. How would you steal that turkey? Uh, I'd make people uh, feel guilty for me for how hard I've been working. Look, look, we're all really honest answer. This is we're all really honest. Yeah, we're all really honest. We're all really busy getting Eric our promos on time, okay? So, like, we got to get on that. <laughs> All right, I, well, I've done one up to one and a half takes. So, you know. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I've, I've seen some competitors where, like, they, they shoot it once, once or twice, and they're done, and they're good to go. But I've seen some people where they're like, I've done, they, they mentioned that they do, like, 20, 30 takes. And I'm like, I... Do you not that's know right one, one, right one take it, but it doesn't always. Uh, there have been times where I've done multiple takes, I will confess. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm a perfectionist. So even, especially being like so brand new to this, I'm just like, I'll, I'll say like something once and I'll be like, that sounded absolutely goddamn stupid. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, I'm, not, I'm, and, I'm trying to do it once. The one time I went to the park, I was like, never again. Cause I had to do it like four times. Like, I mean, I'm clearly, here. I'm clearly performing Shakespeare here. This is no laughing matter. This has to be taken with the utmost, utmost seriousness. Um, so yeah, I, 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 you know, you know, Eric, you're 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 a champ for putting up with like my like forty things that I send you. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, like an Ed Wood approach. Like, well, the real delinquent would have that problem every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say one of the best promos we've seen this year is literally you just laying on the bed for like two minutes. Yeah, all credit to Sky. That's all it was. That was That's a Sky that was a very specific email from Skybound that was like, why don't we do a promo where Lana's just asleep the whole time? I was like, all right. That was a studio note. Yeah, Skybound's, uh, Skybound's a big fan of Lon. They, they really are. Understandably. <laughs> I mean, who isn't? Who isn't? Well, he gets his promos in on time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, sorry, Lon. Sorry to out you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No big deal, sorry. Um, we're, okay, we are going to be dispersing here very soon, but before we disperse and kind of let each other, where we're going to we, we tell you guys where we are found out, like that stuff, I got a note. Vanessa, how would you steal the turkey? I would just, you know, blatantly just run into that to somebody's room, like, look, there's a bird, and then just grab the other <laughs> bird and run away. You would, you would Ferris Bueller the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it smells delicious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like I'm, I'm walking through like, like, and it will be shot that way. So you're walking through. That sounds delicious. I'm taking it and then go out the back door 
and then just keep going. <laughs> Not lot. Like they, they wouldn't even know what to do at that point. Yeah, they're just like more stunned. If anything, they're like, what happened? Yeah, by the time they realize it, I probably would have already eaten all the turkey. I would probably like make, have uh, established eye contact with everyone that I pass by while actively holding the turkey and just like walking out while looking at everyone in the face. Like, <laughs> never break eye contact. Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> exactly the right there. I am not breaking eye contact. Exactly that's how I attracted, that's how I ended up attracting my husband. You know, I just did yeah. really creepy eye contact like this <laughs> and we were married <laughs> so I, that's how it works i still am picturing like a like a almost like a paranormal activity thing on we're just like you know like the cameras keep flipping to like another another room in the house and like like mom's in the kitchen and like everybody's in the living room and and it cuts back to the dining room and lawn's just like i'm still just like just like picking at things just, just yeah. picking up the turkey. What Wait, is that completely unsuspectingly. Nobody knows what's going on. Not in a menacing way. <laughs> no, not at all. Exactly. Not at all. Yeah. Exactly. No, no thing. There's yeah. no, there's no, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no evil intent here. Scary, hobo. He picked up a turkey and he just left. It's a turkey. I could also see Lon being chased by a coven of witches. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is, I mean, yeah, that's I mean that has happened. So, <laughs> as is want to happen. I mean, sure, yeah. If you want to bring that up, that was a private story, okay? Too many nights in the woods, Lon. Too many I, nights in the woods. I don't go back to see best friends with the Blair Witch. I would assume, <laughs> or alternatively, we're gonna go over to her house for turkey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's where the best that could be okay? Where was that in the horror free for all? Burkitt <laughs> Phil, Maryland, right there. <laughs> Nothing. There you go. Nothing. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for to everyone in the chat, everyone that donated. Much, much appreciated. Let's just kind of go around in a circle. Let just kind of uh, tell you guys where we are found, all that good stuff, and where can we find you. Um, but starting with Vanessa, where can we find you, your beautiful face, and everything you're working on? Uh, well, you can find me at this at here, but you can also find me majority of the time at, at Late to the Party on our Facebook, Twitter, on our mm -hmm. YouTube. Uh, we do a lot of reactions over there. We're doing the Mandalorian uh, right now too. Um, and then, yeah, just talking about movies on our social media. That's usually where we'll be. Can't wait to see uh, see you get uh, see you cry over the huge finale for Supernatural. So. That too. Tomorrow's the final episode, so mm -hmm. I got my tissues ready. Oh, It'll be a doozy. Yeah. Comes to an it's end. Like season seventeen, something like that. <laughs> I did. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's it's fifteen yeah. years. No super. So they're like yeah, they're like fathers, right? Like, well, they're fighting. They're <laughs> They also literally in real life, like outside of filming, they also live like not even 10 minutes away from each other. They live yeah. in the same town in Texas. They like yeah, both, like run a brewery. It's going to be weird seeing them in other things and not together. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we are getting uh, Jensen Ackles and the boys. The boys, right. He's going to be oh, like, he's like the old school, like Captain America from World yeah. War II. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then they're gonna do uh, Jared Padalecki's gonna be the new Texas Ranger. We're gonna do that. Ooh, okay. Or they're gonna do a show like that. So 
Mm. I'm into that. I'm into that. Absolutely. Nerd Chronic, where can we find you? Your beautiful face set, literally. Where can we obsess with everything you're working on? Yeah. Uh, places where you can maybe actually see me is um, usually Monday and Thursday night on Video Chronic Pop Culture Quiz. So I do with Video Drew, uh, where we do 20 questions into a specific movie or franchise. So we have people go to Quest and you do through her Patreon or just as, you know, friends of the show. Um, you can watch me editing for the movie Trivia Schmodown, which we're uh, wrapping up this year soon. We're starting to get into the, you know, the end game here of the season. Uh, teams tournaments in full swing. Then we get ready for a spectacular in just a couple of weeks, actually. So it's a lot, a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of work uh, I need to c- crank down on. No big deal. So it's yeah. pretty. That's like all you can crank out in like a few minutes, right? Easy yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. All right, Adam. Where can we find you? Your beautiful face and see. Check out everything you're a part of. Look, uh, you know I. Uh... The Schmodown is is the the main thing for me. So keep an eye out for our teams match tomorrow. We're really excited to, uh, to show people what we got, and uh, and you know I got a match uh, coming up against a, a prominent player in the game named Dan Merle. So uh, that'll be out in December. So check that out. Um, but other than that, uh, you can follow me at Eisenthor on Twitter and Letterbox. That's A I Z A N T H O R. And that's that's as extensive as I get on the medias. So follow me or don't. It's your choice. Oh, and I also just want to reaffirm literally everyone you see on screen, uh, their social media and all that good stuff is actually in the description box below. So if you didn't have a chance to scribble down anyone's name or whatever it may be, you can just click the extension and copy and paste. So, I recently yeah. reviewed Patriot Games. It was a rewatch. It's a riveting review. So go check it out on Letterboxd. You'll it's free. It's free. Believe it or not. Yeah. That's true. I am slowly but surely becoming very attached to my Letterboxd account. So I see where you're coming from. All right, Marisol, where can we find you? Your beautiful face. And I know you're not on Twitter. So where else can we find you if you want to be found? You paid attention. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not well versed in social media. It's not quite my scene, um, but I do really love uh, appearing in the Schmodown, um, giving people a view into me that way. Uh, maybe occasionally I might appear on Twitter, um, uh, and occasionally on Facebook, maybe um, uh, on the on the group page, on the fan page, the Schmodown page on Facebook. Um, like Adam said, I actually where I feel more comfortable is just kind of like maybe interacting and talking with people about movies on Letterbox. Um, so there I am. It's my name and my middle name. It's Marisol Miraya, uh, M-I-R-I-A-H, um, on Letterbox. So you can maybe pick my brain a little bit, figure out what I'm watching, what I like, uh, where my angle is on some films. If you want the insight, because that's what we love to talk about is movies. And that's what I would love to talk about with people. So yeah. I'm sure some competitors are taking notes on what you're watching as we speak. And knock yourself out. I watch it all. Not me, though. Definitely not the the, the delinquent style. Lon, you do a million and one things, but where can we find you and some of the newer stuff you're doing with Mr. Hal Redneck? Ah, yeah. Uh, Well, so follow me on Twitter. That's at L-O-N-S. That's the best place to keep up with everything I'm doing. But I am doing a podcast with Hal Redneck called Binge Boys. We watch a bunch of streaming stuff every week, movies and TV shows and documentaries and other nonsense and then we yell at each other about it and uh i sometimes get annoyed with him 
Uh, and uh, especially this week, uh, I get very annoyed with him about about Yoda and the eggs of all things to get annoyed about. Uh, so definitely check that out. It's on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher, wherever wherever you get your podcasts. It's a controversial topic. I understand. Well, we because we, we argued about it when it first happened, but this week they brought it back a little. And there's now I don't know if you guys saw there's a Funko Pop that they're selling of like the egg canister and like greedy. Young Yoda being like, I don't know, oh, eggs. No. And it's like, so I, I, I foolishly brought that up, which reignited the firestorm. And, uh, and I, All right, I, I am I subscribing tonight. I legitimately got frustrated with him uh, uh, about the Yoda egg situation. Can their friendship survive it? Tune into the podcast to find Tune out. In, I, I mean, will. this is a week-to-week drama, so you never, yeah. you never know what can happen. Um, yes, you know, space eggs. Yeah, they were. But also, fix it. Another fix egg problems egg. are delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not even going to state my position on egg gate to not infer the family's This is That's a whole conversation in and of itself. I'm Alex, my part of the collection crew. Please like and subscribe to this video, please, and thank you. Uh, we would really, really appreciate it. Also, give us a comment. That would be much appreciated as well. But you can find me hanging out with Video Drew with Cinebias uh, on her channel where we chat our personal movie biases and watch movies that challenge us. We got uh, Marisol to check out The Karate Kid. She never saw The Karate Kid until someone recently. And I was just like, this bump, yeah, because of uh, we got her to see that. But yeah, Mornings of the Outlaw on Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on Friday, where we talk about movie news and stuff that kind of pique our interest. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um, just want to give you guys a heads up. Next week we'll not be having uh we will not be having Schmobates because it is a lot of stuff going on and I'm in the process of moving and all that good stuff. So we're not having Schmobates, you know, next week. So I just want to give you a heads up uh for next week. But guys, thank you so much. Please again like and subscribe. Check us out on audio format as well, because we're everywhere podcasts are found like Apple and Stitcher and Spotify and all that good stuff. But thank you so much.